Prepare to roll. don't know um mark derber is with me say hello mark derber i am saying hello there you go uh, mark is one of my bestest friends in all the world that sounded really camp so i might not include that in the final edit um and he is uh, he's been around for a while actually in my life uh mark it was it 13 years 14 years um around two nine, i i remember it by going from 2000 and well, the end of 2009-ish is where I would go from. Oh, okay. Yeah, I suppose that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because um, I was Mark's youth leader back in the day before we had to wear masks everywhere and uh, take more vitamins than was reasonably necessary. Uh, but there we go. Um, so, Mark, tell people what you're about. Because I know that like, for people in, in Bovi, when we're doing our streams, you occasionally turned up because I bullied you to play guitar on some of the worship tracks uh but tell tell people about yourself mark tell them what i'm about um yeah. so yeah i'm from well originally from south africa i was born there um but i grew up here in england since the age of three have always been in devon um in newton abbott and um, as Tom said, been going to church in Newton Abbott since I was about 12 or 13. Um, and just, yeah, just from, from the age of sort of 18, got involved helping with youth ministry and then um, worship ministry too, uh, from a bit earlier, I think. Yeah, I think you were still, um, you were still Smaller shorter than, you. than me, I think. <laughs> yeah. At the time. <laughs> It doesn't. I mean, there's not many people who are shorter than me. Let's, Lena. Let's be fair. Well, many masculine men like yourself. Very masculine. Very masculine. Very masculine. Okay. Uh, we're just uh, we're just going to have a chat about uh, what's happened with David's lantern because David's lantern is dead. It's gone. The light it bulb is... has turned off. Well, not so much. It's just uh, it's it's changed. It's. Um... It's gone into something new, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So um, I've written too many worship songs. Not as many as Matt Redman, because I think Matt, Matt Redman le writes at least two a day. Um, at least. You know, I, heard, uh, okay. um, I heard that you're uh, Matt Redman's stunt double. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, uh, I've been told on multiple... Well, not so much recently... Um, uh, I get compared to Jack Black more than anything else now, but back in the day, I used to uh, get, get told I look like a bit like Matt Redman. In fact, I was on something called the Pays Project, which, if those of you who don't know, is very similar. Well, used to be very similar to Swim, and there was uh, a sports team on it, and the leader of the sports team came up to me during a break while we were doing our ministry training, and said, uh, "We were just chatting, and we think you look like an ugly Matt Redman." That's, That's uh, very nice of them. The <laughs> completely unaffirming um human beings but there you go that's people who like sport 
so, <laughs> yeah, so I've written a lot of worship songs and I like the idea of David's Lantern. I remember years ago I was in a Bible study when I was an actual, an actual teenager because that, that did happen at one point in my life. And we were discussing uh, a verse in Revelation that was talking about the key of David. And it was uh, supposed, we never really delved into it. We just kind of looked at the phrase and it was, uh, we thought the key of David might have been worship. And I like the idea of, there being like a light that leads us to worship hence david's lantern but during lockdown i started an instagram account to encourage people which uh i thought the david's lantern thing was not a good umbrella so it changed into all four one uh with the four dots which took me about three hours to come up with the branding but i quite like the branding i think it looked nice on t-shirts but then again i'm not really into merch I think that would be weird. I might do it just for myself, though. I want to read out. So Jesus um, is asked in in, well in Luke and and in several of the other gospels as well. But uh, I'm taking it from Luke and verse sorry chapter ten verse twenty five. We'll go from it. It says, "And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tested him, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life?' And he said to him, "What is written in the law? What is your reading of it?" So he answered and said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. And he said to him, you have answered rightly. Do this and you will live. There's four things that God, uh, like Jesus uh, tells people, tells us that there are four things that we must do for the one. And that is to love him with your heart, your soul, your mind and your strength. But Jesus actually is quoting from the Old Testament. Mark, I think you've got the scripture, haven't you? So uh, 6.4, it starts and it says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Uh, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. And that is obviously we know that as the Shema, which is the, the hero Israel. The um, Lord your God is one. Yeah, very American. Well, I, I wanted I like an American accent. That is an awful American accent, <laughs> actually. Yeah, the Shema's are a really important uh important prayer. They've got these little boxes that they uh that they put the, the Shema in and for, they Phylacteries. Yeah. Phylacteries. Did you just Google that? I did. <laughs> I, got, I got i got the thing and i i googled it with the p thing they have these uh these phylacteries that they wrap around their uh their arms and around their heads and the there's a symbolic thing where so the arm then goes across their chest so that the box is across their heart meaning that these things are the quite important things i mean even in deuteronomy i'm just reading there um in verse uh, sorry, chapter six, verse eight, you shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes, which is where the idea of the phylacteries come from. And it says you shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. And there are little boxes that uh, are usually on doorposts in Jewish households and they touch the box as a remembrance. You know, it's really interesting, actually. I don't know whether you, this is something you thought about before, Mark, but something that comes across my mind is the idea of remembrance. You know, I mean, yeah. we're coming up to, I mean, while we're recording this, it's actually Remembrance Sunday tomorrow. And uh, Remembrance, I, that's why, I mean, I'm a particularly fat, big fan, not that God needs my permission or my uh, fanaticism uh, for the communion, because I think it's a good, it's it's really good that we take time to stop 
and remember the cross. Yes, I'm in agreement. <laughs> and I, and I think that sometimes in our charismatic um, circles, that we can kind of throw baby out with the bathwater a little bit. Hmm. I think there's it's interesting with like the the Shema as well and the whole remembrance thing um, and what you're just talking about there in terms of response and what I find really interesting with the Hebrew word that is used for here is very much active um, you know it's like um, it's like hearing and listening are very different things mm. um, so we can you know you can you can hear a song while you're doing something and it's just noise but when you sit down and really listen and and take in what's being said you can take in the sounds and you can take in the sort of uh, the message that is being conveyed through music um, it's very much different to hearing and although we've got the word here the actual word implies in in hebrew implies you know it's it's listen to this and then go and do it um, that's interesting and and it's that sort of thing as well with remembrance it's not like oh here we go it's this time of year again or it's oh we've now come up to i don't know a wednesday it's time for communion get this off the checklist it's it's very much an yeah. act it's very much an active thing which requires the mind which has been something that has probably been engaged a bit more within uh, the way that we meet with each other and with God in the past few months. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's this time has been such a challenging time for, for faith in general, I guess, you know, that we've had to, I think there's been a lot of times where you have to kind of remember things, you know, I mean, I know that we've, we've discussed often there's a danger of nostalgia that you can just kind of live there. And just remember the good times and just go, hey, the golden era and all that, all that junk. Golden, go golden era and nostalgia is like, it's almost looking back and going backwards rather than f going forwards or progressing or. Yeah. And, and what's what is really interesting is that the like nostalgia does have a place, you know, um, I mean, a couple of instances that I can think of is I'm a big fan of the band The Police and they did a reunion tour back in 2008, 2009. Stingers claimed that they'll never do it again. We shall see if he runs out of money playing his uh, ukulele um, <laughs> or doing duets with Shaggy, which is even weirder. Uh, but they <laughs> said that there's something there's something quite powerful about nostalgia. And he said, you know, what's more powerful than a new song? It's hearing an old song after a long time. And, you know, The Police was such a big popular band and such a great band, actually. See, if you've been looking in the Bible as well, there is this commandment that God gives to the Israelites. Like after after something happens, like a big instance, I think it was the the crossing, uh, I could be wrong, crossing of the River Jordan with the Ark, the Covenant. Um, yeah. uh, God then commands the Israelites to basically get loads of stones together usually he says something along the lines of one for each of the 12 tribes and he says yeah. put them in a pile here as like a like a, a as an altar or a, a a stone of remembrance and go whenever you pass by here you will be reminded of the lord's faithfulness and i think that's that's a, the key point of our faith nostalgia if you want to call it that yeah i know that we have these milestones where we go okay, I'm in a bad position, and but when you go by there, you go, I remember that the Lord has done this. 
I remember yeah. the Lord in faithfulness moment. Yeah, I think that's something that people draw comfort and security from is nostalgia, especially in times which are um, very uh, unstable. It's where we get the nostalgia and say, actually, look what happened in my life here. And actually, God doesn't change. Um, you know, I find it quite interesting. There's a scripture which talks about hope being like an anchor. Mm. And and I came across someone who, who, on lines. He, he was talking about this whole thing of, of, of hope as an anchor. And um, actually, it's not that it completely shields you it just keeps you firm so that it doesn't mean yeah. that you will get bashed about or or knocked about by it it just means that you will stay firm and not get swept away which um you know sometimes nostalgia can be that sort of comfort which tries to keep us in in a place while things are trying to drag us away um it's yeah 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 and i think it's it's getting that again i mean it's something that i'm a big fan of is getting the right balance of these things because if we just hold on to nostalgia then we forget to move forward. But if we move forward at looking, you know, reminding ourselves of where we've been, then we run the risk of not learning the lessons that we've uh, learned, <laughs> yeah. I guess. Yeah. You know? And, this, and I think that's, um, sorry, I was just going to say, this is exactly what this, why I think, you know, Jesus uses this in Luke 10, because yeah. the cult, Israel knew what their past was. They knew the Shema. And so it's quite interesting that he sort of uses that level of nostalgia in balance, but then he sort of, yeah, he brings, the, he raises the bar almost when he comes to it. Yeah. And, and what's, I mean, this is, this is something that I, 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 this is fascinating to me is when people say like, like the God of the new Testament is um, it, we like the God of the new Testament, but we don't like the God of the old Testament because he's, he's a bit mean and a bit angry. <laughs> and it's just bizarre because I just I read the Bible and it's so so obvious that it's the same God. It's so it's the same loving God, and it's the same wrathful God, which people don't want to hear. But we've got Jesus, who's the you know he's the um, that fancy P word that I can never say. Uh, um, proprietor. No propitiation. Propitiation. No. No, I can never, I can never get the word out. Basically, Jesus takes us in, so he deals with God, the wrath of God, which is wonderful. Um, but you are absolutely right that Jesus is using something that is familiar, and actually, a lot of them would have known this off by heart because it, it was actually one of the central things, wasn't it? You know, if you if you've got to tie uh, the Shema in, or put some Shema in boxes, and then tie the boxes to your head and to your hand to put across your heart, you are constantly reminded of something. And that's and it's, it's it's I never really considered it to that full extent that God or Jesus was using something so familiar to the Jewish nation to kind of go, hey, this is still the most important thing. I mean, that's I mean, it's one of my one of my favorite things is uh, that God is the same yesterday, today and forever. And that's kind of what Jesus was doing there. He was like, hey, God hasn't changed. Uh, it's still love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul and strength and love your neighbor as yourself. That's still yeah it's still important it's yeah still there. it's quite interesting as well in the context that it's this sort of lawyer that's also trying to test him and, and catch him out and it's sort of like you should actually know what was said uh you should know this and that and he keeps trying to justify himself this um this lawyer but um each time it is coming back to 
those things, uh, loving the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and all your strength and all your mind. Yeah, and, and I mean, for me, I, the, the reason why I... Um... I mean, I've delved, I've dived into this a few times, especially on the Instagram, uh, which is uh, awful one online. Uh, if you're not following, um, <laughs> big yeah. plug, follow, follow us. Is is those four things are uh, quite interesting uh, because when it when it says uh, you shall love the Lord your God, is it's not about having an emotional uh, thing. I mean, it can be, but love is a choice. Love is like I will choose to to love. I will choose to honor. I will choose to obey. Whatever, um, and those four things: your heart, your mind, your soul, and your strength, make up a lot of things in our lives where we can either choose to love God or we can choose to sin with those things. So, I mean, the reason I, I think it's quite an all-encompassing thing about your life. So, when when it says about uh, loving the Lord your God with all your heart, I, the the Greek to me from my understanding of what jesus was trying to say was that is like the throne or of your yeah. of your life um and that's and to me that's quite an interesting and i that's a phrase i used to bandy around i tried to work it into songs but uh <laughs> i haven't quite got there yet is like the you know the, the the throne of your heart like who is I think a better way of looking at it, actually, rather than just kind of like, because that's a, you know, we most of us are probably not royalty, is, um, oh, what's the word? We all have fads. We all have things that we're interested in. Now, I kind of cycle through different things, like like bands that I listen to. Um, I apologize for the phraseology for this, but every now and again, every few years, I have what I call a Beatles bender. And it's rather than going out and drinking heavily, I listen to the Beatles a lot i am constantly uh, currently i am i'm deep deep within the beatles pocket um and it's kind of like going through fads now sometimes with our heart our hearts can be quite transient and quite temporary and sometimes we need to keep drawing ourselves back to the to the thing that's taking our attention at the time and jesus needs to have that all the time and our heart is this it's it's like the powerhouse of our bodies and we need to kind of be more focused on um on that Mark, what would you say loving the Lord your God with all your strength would mean? It's quite interesting with because um, obviously the, the first thing that you would probably go to would be like um, physical strength when you talk about physical stuff. Um, it's interesting that mind is thrown in there because to me I would I would probably put strength into something like maybe willpower possibly because um, there are a lot of temptations yeah. and there are a lot of things that play on our our consciousness. And um, I wonder if um, the strength is to do more with our endurance in things. Endurance. Oh, I never thought of it like that, actually. That's an interesting than, idea. Rather than necessarily tolerance, more endurance with stuff. Because I think that it's come to a point where we tolerate a lot of stuff when we shouldn't be tolerating we should be yeah um you know fighting with some sort of a, a strength into the stuff that we believe and that's partially an ongoing thing which requires the endurance what my um thoughts were around it and i don't disagree with you at all is basically what you do with your physicality because i n know a lot of uh 
let's take um let, i'm not going to pick on anyone in particular but <laughs> like celebrity christians or sometimes sunday christians maybe that profess a faith and and i'm not going to deny them i do i do i doubt that they believe no i don't doubt that they believe at all i, I you know I, I firmly believe that they um you know they believe that jesus has done away with their sin and all that stuff i do believe that but there's no kind of physical living of it like there'll be maybe too much drink or they'll be uh too sweary and, and again i don't want to sit in judgment on people because that's not fair jesus that's jesus job but that it's it's the the embodiment of working for jesus you know so you can have like a uh say a theoretical faith but loving the Lord your God with all your strength is like a physical living out. You know, like you were saying about the Shema, like when you say hearing and listening. Yes. You know, that that's how I've understood it. It's um it's very much multifaceted, a lot of these things, because you could even go into the section where it says about the soul, because um, you know, what it's that that question, isn't it? What is what is your soul? And then I think it's is it C. S. Lewis? <laughs> C. S. Lewis. Uh, I have a body, I, therefore I have a soul, or whatever it is. I can't remember. Oh, it's a, I am a soul that has a body rather than I am a body that has a soul. Something like that. It's a bit of a, it's that sort of thing. But um, I think well, yeah, there are there are choices, aren't there? Especially with yeah. the way that we outwardly behave. Well, that's what I say. Love is a choice. All of these things aren't something that you kind of. Kind of I think sometimes there seems to be this unspoken statement that at some point. You know, that it'll just naturally happen when actually, I mean, the Bible's quite interesting where it says, work out your salvation. You know, it doesn't say, it doesn't say sit in a corner and go, dear Jesus, please help me to become better. You know, and yes, I do think we should pray that maybe not with that voice, but we should, uh, we should definitely be people who are going, who are looking at ourselves and going, okay, Lord, look, I'm watching something on telly that I shouldn't be, or I'm using a particular uh, language that, that isn't honoring to you, you know? And it's, it's that kind of, it's a choice. These are actual choices that we can make that are practical for the glorification and the worship of Jesus, which is what Jesus is talking about here. Loving the Lord your God with all of it. Yeah. And, and the question is then how, how do we come to make that choice? What are the different ways that we can, we can lead ourselves to making the choice um, for those four things, um, which is open to a lot of different things. What, what... Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, I think I think that that is what it is. You know, like the, the the Bible is saying, you know, work. I mean, the 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 whole quote is work out your salvation with fear and trembling, and that's an interesting thing to to do. I think it's when. In some respects, we're not to be scared of God, but we are to fear him. I mean, the traditional understanding of fear from the Bible is that we have this healthy respect because God is ultimately saying what is right and what is wrong. And when when we recognize that, that we're not good enough and we need Jesus to to be the profiterole for our sin. Yeah, <laughs> I wish I could say that word. Uh... Um Propitation, propitiation, propitiation. Oh, Jesus has taken our sin. Um, <laughs> yes, and and that's you know, or and it, like the word says, you know, he he has taken all the wrath upon himself, and that's just it, it's just madness when you start when you start to consider just that your sin is like filthy rags that you 
don't deserve anything, but God's grace is, I guess, activated because Jesus has taken the punishment. You know, it's it's one of those things again that we need to stop and think about. Mm. Um, for me, my my favorite. And this is, you know, like when you read the Bible and you discover something, you know, like, oh, my goodness, I've never seen it like that. I've never understood it that way before. Um, now, my understanding from what I've uh, like looking into the Greek and stuff and looking when it says love the Lord your God with all your soul. I don't really know what the soul is, but one of the the Greek, one of the words that mean it indicates breath. And that obviously reminds me of Ooh, nice. Yeah. Right. And that reminds me very, very much of Adam and Eve garden of eden god breathes into their nostrils which must have felt really weird because i don't know if anyone's ever done that to you mark but um it, it's like someone has just uh kind of gobbed on your brain it does feel very strange wait um, have you had this done to you before yeah oh yeah i think i can remember the person as well and i'm not going to mention them by name because you know now this is where it gets a little bit kind of complicated because then you've got to try and define okay what does what's the difference between heart and soul in this in what jesus is saying what what the shema what god is commanding us to to live mm. our lives like and this is my definition my understanding is that whereas the the heart is like your immediate sense the soul is the core of who you are so you can actually love the lord yeah. your god with all your heart but not your soul because actually you can love god in the in the immediate he's right there but actually at the depth of you you could be completely missing it a little bit like when jesus talks about um the seeds that are scattered and that you know the, the, there's one seed that has shallow root so it grows up really quickly but then dies because it doesn't have any proper depth and you can argue that there's that but you know you can also do the the the, the opposite and i feel like i've lived in that a lot where god is at the core of me but not immediately you know like in my immediate sphere as it were that there's that this deep down uh see for me, I I sometimes I wouldn't call myself faithful. I call myself stubborn, and that I'm not willing to let go of God, not because of faithfulness, but because I'm absolutely stubborn. And actually, I think God's a little bit like that sometimes with us. He's not willing to let us go out of stubbornness because of love. Yeah, yeah, it's that jealous, jealous. Love. Yeah. And um, I was just uh, yeah, I was sorry. I was just thinking about the when you were saying about the sort of the not having the depth and and the stuff with your being and i was just thinking about you know where our emotions can play a role in a lot of yeah. this. you know they can deceive us you know jeremiah says that the heart is deceptive um our heart True. Deceive us, and sometimes they can make us um do rational things uh, or irrational things sorry irrational yeah. things and off the cuff things and you know quick responses because everything's heightened with emotions so there's that sort of taming of that and being led in that mm. with your heart and um then the soul as you were saying like the whole breath thing makes me think of you know the whole um yahweh sort of thing you know the breath and and um when in the beginning when it says that he created as in his image and our whole creation and being is is that breath and the idea is that I think it was Matt Redman who said this. Actually, your um, your <laughs> your first in command. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He said. Um, I'm pretty sure he said it was something about um, you know, God's given us this breath, and then we 
return the breath back in praise or something. It's it's one of his um, themes that he brings up quite a lot. One of my early earlier, I should say, because Matt Redman has been writing. I mean, he doesn't a new album every two years on the dot. You you don't need Big Ben to keep time or the internet. You just set your watch by Matt Redman's album releases. Uh, in uh, his album Face Down, which is brilliant. Um, that's a, that's he, getting on a bit now. It is two thousand and four. Uh, that's when that was released. Uh, he wrote a song. I think it's called breathing the breath. And I think it's like uh, the chorus is I'm breathing the breath. You gave us to breathe, to worship you. Or, and another, another song he says, like, you know, we, we breathe in your breath and breathe out your praise. And it's, mm. it's, it's a, it's a, uh, the symbolism of Matt Redmond's songs are just fantastic. I, I had this interesting thought about these four things, about the heart, the soul, the mind, and the strength. And my thought is this, that and i'm not sure where the symbolism leads because i haven't fully formed my thoughts and and study in it but when jesus was on the cross he was pissed in certain places his mind or his head was pierced with a crown of thorns his hands were pierced his feet were pierced he breathed out his last and his heart was actually pierced with a spear there's an interesting uh link there isn't there with what jesus is saying is the most important commandment is to love the lord your god with these four things because if you think about it what jesus did on the cross was love us with those four things pause for thought isn't that it's only something that i i was considering the other day while i was reading the word i thought oh yeah that's an interesting thought actually because it's these are all demonstrable things um in yeah. terms of that they have been shown so these i mean these four things this the heart the soul mind and the strength really do make up everything i mean I th- it's amazing you know like so jesus what's the one command that will make it this christianity lark easy and jesus said you just have to live for god with everything that you are as a person it's that easy <laughs> it's and then your neighbors as well well i mean it's it's interesting because i mean uh, jesus to say like in um i think it's in matthew in this version of this story where it says like all the uh what's it the prophets and the law hang on these two uh, these ideas uh but actually to love the lord your god with those four things means that you'll love your neighbor anyway yeah and i and it's what i mean I, i used to i used to believe that the that they that they they were tiered you know there was a hierarchy so you love the lord your god first and then you love your neighbor so uh if you haven't got time don't love your neighbor because that's secondary but if you've got time for the first four then do do that for god that's great uh, but actually jesus said i think again in matthew it says uh, the second is like the first so it's just as important that you love everyone else as you love god with all your heart your soul your mind and your strength and love your neighbor as yourself so i mean really i should have called it all five one all five one. <laughs> that's what I should have called uh, this 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 thing. I heard that's why we got five fingers. <laughs> ah, Mark Derber does Sunday school. <laughs> <laughs> well, four but fingers the, and a thumb. Four thing, four thing, thick finger. Ah, oh, clearly, I do not have the power of speech today. Disgusting. <laughs>
Ah, bless you. Thank you. Um, I needed blessing. So this this is why why the rebrand has happened and why uh, why because it's more encompassing. You know, this because that, that was when you're distilling the whole of uh, God's commands to us. It's love the Lord your God with everything that you are, and then love your neighbor as yourself. These are the important things. Tomcast. We. Oui. <laughs> that was so French. There we go. <laughs> that, well, that was French. Well done. You are. You are. You are. Uh, it's like you're so multi multicultural, Mark. You're from South Africa. You live in Britain. You speak French. <laughs> it's um. It's the diversity. Cat. It's diversity in 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 the church. That's all. Diversity in the church. There we go. Okay. Uh, thank you, Mark, for that discussion. You are welcome, and thank you for inviting me. <laughs> <laughs> you are welcome. <laughs>